What's up, guys? Max here, back with a brand new episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. And today's episode is going to be awesome. It is going to be short because I have to go actually work on that secret project. I know I've been teasing that secret project for a long time, but I guarantee you it'll be worth it. And for all the patrons on there, you've already seen the teaser. So, I mean, we're going to go for probably about 30 minutes here today, but it's going to be intense because we have a lot of stories to get to, including covering the award ceremony for Medal of Honor awardee Ralph Puckett. And we're going to watch that, and it is Kind of tough to watch. I want to shout out everybody in the chat. Boomer, Chris from Veteran Influencers here, Game Hopes, Philip in the house. Philip is the brand new patron and also apparently just became member of the channel, leading me to announce that channel memberships are now available. You can join in the right below this video where it says join. You can now join the channel as a member, get highlighted chats and special icons next to your name. Philip, you are the best. Thank you very much. Nuggets in the house. Nuggets just told me he was crying watching the end alone survivor, but we're going to make it even worse with today's episode. Edward in the house. Konnichiwa. Regal, what's up? How are you doing? Let's get on some War Thunder soon. Justin in the house. Justin, the OG first day patron we've got and, and good friend of mine is the probably the most important thing and justin i actually have a story specifically for you today so don't miss it one of these stories is for you my friend it is for you max are you are you sitting at your desk and not standing good point i am sitting because we are in a hurry today so in in the spirit of being in a hurry i am sitting at my desk so if you guys want to and, and oh by the way we're launching a new piece of merch on today's episode that i'm so stoked about i spent all weekend designing it. Designing is not easy. If you follow my Instagram story, you might have seen something about that. A brand new piece of merch that's going to be on discount for today only. So you guys get to check that out. Without any further ado, we want to get right into the first story of today because like I said, we're going to be cruising through today's episode. Oh, one more thing before we do. I had a great time on Friday's show. I feel like maybe Friday is Q&A day from now on because it occurred to me that this conversation is often it's one way, right? It's me talking to you guys. I talk to you, respond to some of the comments, but it's a lot of one-way conversation. There were so many questions on Friday's show. Maybe Friday's Q&A Friday. You know, maybe that's what we need to do because you guys obviously had a lot of questions for me. So Friday, we're going to do Q&A Friday again. So I hope you guys are excited about that. Uh, last week, we talked about the story of the, the, Ar the Army's woke video, the Army's woke recruiting video. It got a lot of attention, you know, in a nice way. You know, people who watched that video commented saying that they think it was a reasonable thing, position to take. You know what I mean? I, which is how I always try to be. I try to be reasonable. I'm trying to see it from everybody's perspective. But, you know, we all know that the there's a lot of criticism on the military right now for how that they're handling, you know, uh, EO and, you know, social social issues and all that. Well, the Navy is not immune to some of that stuff if you want to look at it as a, a, a potentially negative thing. And I've got a story right here. And that story is Navy's diversity effort will review grooming policies, selection boards, and other areas. Maybe you're dancing going, hoo-ya, beards, hoo-ya, beards. But I actually am a little worried here. Navy's diversity effort, right? The Department of the Navy is taking a look at contracting, grooming policies, and several other areas in the name of improving diversity, equity, and inclusion in the Navy and Marine Corps. Acting Navy Secretary Thomas Harker released a memo this month laying out the latest plans. The memo directs the Navy's Chief Diversity Officer and Assistant Secretary for Manpower and Affairs, Catherine Kessmeyer, to oversee transformative and meaningful steps that will further equal opportunity and diversity. 
it's not clear what those steps are exactly. Kessmeyer will spearhead a team which will develop a strategy to implement such policies. According to the memo, she will also oversee a 60-day review of contracting to identify improvements needed to promote supplier diversity to ensure proper implementation of equal opportunity and diversity policies in contracts. Let me just, for starters, just say that's the least of the problems that we have with contracts. Military contracts are one of the most horrible I just want to call them all basically fraud because they start at a top tier level for an outrageously insane amount of money. And then it trickles down to eventually the way that that money gets spent and goes through so many hands who each take a cut of the money. Military, we're in like a debt crisis. Military contracting is a great way to cut some of the waste in the Navy. This sounds that the only focus on contracting is on equal opportunity and diversity. I don't even understand the point. We've got bigger fish to fry. What what is the what does that even mean? Like minority-owned companies? What about veteran-owned companies? What about disabled veteran-owned companies who get federal priority for contracting? Does that now got get filtered more thoroughly to include minority credit? And then if you get credit based on race, gender, creed, whatever it is, are we ending up with the best most affordable product? Like, how does all this shake out? I've got a lot of questions about this. My first instinct was beards. Beards are in. But the more I read into this, the more I'm like, um, what is actually going on here? Harker's memo also calls for a 60-day review of how the Navy and Marine Corps bases and other assets are named to improve diverse representation and also directs a 90-day review of grooming policies for the services, as well as an assessment of the precepts for selection and assignment boards to remove potential barriers to diversity. The directive does not lay out what aspect of grooming policies will be assessed, but things like hair length, style, and facial hair have all come under scrutiny in recent years. I've been pretty vocal about saying that it's time for beards. Like, why are we not doing beards? Um, It could easily just become a change of a well-groomed beard is okay. People obviously want that. There's no good excuse as to why we don't have beards. So I'm not really sure what, you know, what more we're waiting on, but now are we going to do beards, but with limits on who can have them? I'm not down with that. I am honestly not down with that. I am all about equal treatment in the military to everybody. Okay. It should be equal. And and if the complaint is that it's currently not equal, making it unequal in a different way is not a solution. The military is the closest thing that the United States has to equality. Okay. Once you're in the military, you have access to full programs. You have access to food and housing, shelter. You have a job, Every retire, you're getting, you know, possibility for a pension. You, you are supposed to be completely unbiased advancement system based on um, your, your career and your test scores only, merit only. I don't know. I mean, and then, of course, evals are sub- subject to human, you know, error because humans can uh, inject their own bias into the eval system for sure. Absolutely. I've had biased evals that I had to make a statement about uh, that I thought were totally BS. And I've got bad evals I certainly deserve too. But I don't know. This does, this to me is a a much bigger story than the army recruitment video story where I had no problem with that. I had no complaints. But this is kind of a scary story for me. But 
I'm not scared yet. I'm not basing any of this off of fear. I'm waiting to see what happens and how it all shakes out. But time will tell. I say I'm giving it a year. I'm giving it a year to see how all this shakes out. Let's see. We've got a... Uh, when are you doing the gaming stream? Edward, there's no gaming stream today, guys. There's not going to be a gaming stream today. I have to go work right after this. Let's see. I'm waiting for the stream to intensify. Max, you must be pretty shocked to see a story about the Navy, right? I am. It's rare we have Navy stories here. I agree with you here. Uh, this kind, I mean, I'm in the middle of playing Call of Duty Zombies. Nice, Ed. Oh, my God. Danger Zone says we need a word counter for diversity. Navy's memo is as confusing as the Twitch say on the hot tub stream. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that in the news. I think my beard should be in regs. Justin, you're right. Your beard would be great. Oh, man, that is, okay, he's talking about hide your beards, hide, uh, hide your combs because Navy's going to clip them. Sit in a trench bleeding next to somebody of another race and all this will disappear. True. It's true. I believe you, actually. I believe you. Uh, so two weeks ago, I believe two weeks ago, we had a story of the soldier who escaped army boot camp, took a bus hostage, a school bus, and kidnapped a bunch of kids and had to drive them away. But the story's not over there. Somebody, I think in one of the gaming streams that I was on or watching Nikki MGTV or something like that, said that that person tried to escape jail. What's up, Eric, in the chat? That that person actually tried to escape jail. And then I had to look that up because it was kind of seemed unbelievable. Did alleged Fort Jackson school bus hijacker try to escape jail? The sheriff and the lawyer are at odds. So there is a dispute here. Basically, I'll sum it up like this. Uh, first of all, the bluff, the bottom line up front on what happened here. This soldier, fed up with boot camp, decided they were going to escape. So they ran off base with one of their rifles unloaded. Not, not a danger to anybody except for that they could beat them with that rifle, which is a great club. So you could definitely hurt somebody with that. Got on a school bus, hijacked the school bus and tried to escape. They were arrested, but apparently in the process, here's the story. Colazzo, jo Jovan Colazzo broke his ankle and was taken to a local hospital where he tried to escape custody within the hospital. But the sheriff does add here some context that is relevant. We have additional charges that we'll eventually be placing him on. Lot said the sheriff... But Fielding Pringle, Colazzo's defense attorney, told the state newspaper on Thursday that the incident involving Colazzo was not a true escape attempt. Not a re he wasn't really trying to escape. It took place while he was handcuffed on suicide watch, had no clothes on, and were the actions of a highly troubled young man. People who are thinking clearly and normally do not run around jail dorms completely naked with their hands cuffed behind their back, running into locked steel doors and jumping from the second tier to the floor below. I don't know. That sounds kind of... I don't know what, I don't know what that is. It's definitely not sane, but it sounds like he was trying to escape. I mean, that's it. What, what, what else, what else was he trying to do? He was literally trying to escape. Those are not the, uh, those are not the actions of a healthy and clear minded individual who's trying to escape. They're the actions of a highly troubled young man who was on suicide watch at the time. The entire incident took place within a secure housing unit of the jail, a shoe. There was no possibility of escape. It doesn't matter if it's possible. I mean, he obviously tried. He tried. What is, the dis what is the debate? He obviously tried to escape. Like that's what, in the lawyer's own words, it sounds like he tried to escape, but he just couldn't. And maybe he's going through some serious psychological stuff and that's why he did all this. But I mean, it's not wrong to say he tried to escape and from what it sounds like. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know in the chat. Let's see. What do we got going on here? Ed says, how, uh, Eric says, what's up? What's up, Eric? 
Did they escape? They did not. Damn, the army is wild and goes, screw it, I'm going to take an entire bus. Oh, that's not the only story we have today from the army. Let's see. Justin says, did he have a bayonet? Yeah, he did not. Luckily, he was not able to ready his bayonet at the time. Wolfman, what's up? Not only is he a criminal, he's a terrible criminal. Agreed. He took kids hostage. That must have been really traumatic. Philip, by the way, if you guys see Philip's name in, in a different color with the scuttlebutt icon next to his name, it's because he... Uh, join the channel. He's a now channel member. And you guys can become a channel channel member too, right below the video where it says join. You can click that button and you can become a channel member and you can get that icon next to your name. You can get highlighted text. So I'll know it. So you stand out a little bit more when I'm reading the chat as a member. And it's a great way to support the channel. There are other benefits that come along with it. Check it out in there, including just by joining at any tier, you get a discount code for discount on the store. Let's see. The recruit has an effed up mind. I think Edward says probably, I don't know my thoughts on this. He, like I said before, firsthand, I know mental health can make you do some crazy stuff. No offense or anyone's opinions. No game hopes. I agree. I, I, what I'm saying is this is probably a result of him being mentally disturbed about something that was happening in boot camp. But it's not what all I'm saying is it's not wrong to say he tried to escape. It sounds like he did. And that's it. And that's the end of the story. I mean, if he did or did not escape in the lawyer's own words, it sounds like he did make an attempt. He did fight with the people who were you know, had, had custody of him. So that's all I'm saying. That's my whole point with that thing. I hope the guy gets the help he needs and, uh, and does well post army because he is definitely not going to be in the army after this. So where do I even go with this? First of all, about Friday, we covered that army recruiting commercial, that army woke recruiting commercial. And I gave you guys my thoughts. And what did I say? What did I ultimately say is my big problem here. I don't even disagree with the army trying to recruit people of all different types. I said it takes all types. What I said was I don't believe the army. I don't believe you. And this is my problem with politicians a lot of times is I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't believe that you mean it. I think you're lying. I think you're full of it. And all it took was until Monday. Soldier trained as an advisor on sexual assault is arrested for rape. You guys, soldier, army soldier, trained as advisor on sexual assault is arrested for rape. And doesn't this always seem how it goes? Doesn't it always go that the, the DARPA is arrested for drugs? The SHARP is arrested for rape? The urinalysis program coordinator is arrested for drugs? Also, this is always how it goes. It, I mean, I don't know what the problem is. This is kind of, I mean, I don't know what to tell you about it, but here's the story. A soldier in the 82nd Airborne Division trained as a sexual harassment and assault response and prevention representative has been arrested on charges of rape and child endangerment in North Carolina. Army Sergeant First Class Oscar Rene Ruiz, an artillery cannon crew member assigned to 1st Brigade Combat Team 82nd Airborne Division, was arrested last week in Cumberland County and charged with second-degree rape and child endangerment. He is not. He was not serving as a SHARP representative at the time of his arrest. He had just been to the school. Maybe he was a SHARP at some point. Now he's not. What If I had to guess, if I had to just totally guess, he was a SHARP as a staff sergeant and promoted out of that role when he got Sergeant First Class. Just my guess here. I don't know that. I'm just saying. Ruiz, who was serving as an acting company first sergeant, joined the Army in 09 and has deployed to Afghanistan twice, according to Lieutenant Colonel Mike Burns, an Army spokesman. Ruiz has since been suspended from his duties and administratively flagged, which typically prevents soldiers from being transferred or promoted during ongoing legal matters. Further details were not immediately available. Uh, 
Sheriff's Office did not respond to requests for comment. We expect our paratroopers to uphold the highest values of the Army and the overwhelming majority of our paratroopers embody those values every day in and out of uniform, Burns said. This matter is currently under investigation and is in capable hands of local authorities, which we already know the Army's authorities have been accused of not being capable. Uh, we've covered that in the store on the show before. The alleged events are completely unacceptable and do not reflect the standards of our division, he said. Our deepest sympathies are with everyone directly affected by these events. News of the arrest comes as the Army continues working through a redesign of its chart program after it was discovered to be insufficient and failing to eliminate sexual assault and harassment in the ranks. Some significant changes have already come, including mandating the sexual harassment complaints must be investigated by someone outside the accused soldier's brigade and clarifying how quickly commanders should issue a military protective order after a soldier makes a report. Two days, you guys. Two days. We went two days not having to, from, from the Army Swoke commercial to having another story about sexual assault in the Army. Emma, are you out there? Emma, are you okay? Emma, if, if you're experiencing some kind of problem at work, email me at the Scuttlebutt Show. We'll see if I can help or bring it to light, okay? Because this is out of control, okay? The, where's the Army with a commercial about all the stuff that they're changing to get better at this? Why are they not promoting that? There's so many bigger problems that need addressed more quickly. Okay? Insane. Insanity. I can't believe that two, two days passes. What's going on here in the chat? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Only problem with the ad is that she didn't go Marines. Nugget says, God damn. LOL Hua from Regal. You don't think he's Delta Force material? He's already got the escape part of Sear down. Nice. All I can say is you had one job and you failed. Yep. Let's see. Surprised that isn't Fort Hood. A single job that you messed up. Even a klutz wouldn't do that. Two days, one job. Emma, go Marines. Not too late. Save yourself. <laughs> Marines is worse. Marines is not worse for that, for, for sexual harassment and assault. For women, I suggest the Navy, Air Force, to be honest, but they do, uh, but they do them. Yep. Na I mean, the Navy is a great place for anybody. You know, I love the Navy. I got to rep the Navy. The Navy is a great place for anybody. And in fact, Justin, where are you at? Justin, chime in in the chat if you're still out there. This next story is for the Navy. This next story is for Justin, okay? From a website called the Aviation Geek Club, which you'll see here. Aviation Geek Club, G-E-E-K, geek, like nerd. Aviation Geek Club. Came across my inbox today, and I thought, yes, we have to talk about this. Because this is, if it wasn't on video, I would have said, I don't even believe it. But there is a history, there is a legacy and a tradition that we have to talk about. Let's go check it out. The title of this article is That Time a U.S. Navy Helicopter Released Three Greased Pigs on the USS John F. Kennedy Aircraft Carrier Flight Deck. The flight deck of an aircraft carrier is a pretty hectic place. You're not doing anybody any favors by releasing painted up greased pigs. So when this squadron released three, things got a little crazy. Dating back to the early 60s, a prank played by U.S. Navy carriers in the Mediterranean was to surprise their relieving carrier by releasing greased pigs on the flight deck. This 1986 video from a hel is of a helicopter from the USS America dropping off pigs on the USS John F. Kennedy as Brian Michaels, who filmed the video, explains in the clip description. 
Here's the description. This was filmed in 1986 while I was assigned on board the USS America CV-66. I was an air crewman, search and rescue swimmer with HS-11 Hilo squadrons, which became HSC-21. We were at the end of a six-month deployment to the Indian Ocean Mediterranean Sea. We were being relieved by the USS Kennedy. The fighter jet jocks got with us and came up with a slant on an old age tradition of releasing a greased pig onto the flight deck of the relieving ship. Three pigs painted with red, white, and blue food coloring and lathered in grease. The Kennedy never seen it coming, he says. So here's the video. Let's all watch this together. The audio is very 1986-ish. <laughs> so this is uh this would have been Justin right here. Best zap ever. We'll talk about zaps in a second. Imagine you're the flight deck crew. You're that green shirt and you're like, are you serious? We got a we got a fod we got fod on the flight deck. <laughs> Yes. He said, looks good. Looks good. It's, it's working as planned. Oh, this is so great. This is also a great shot of what a packed flight deck of an aircraft carrier looks like. Somebody had to park all those planes right next to each other like that without hitting them into each other. And that's an art form. That is an art form. Look at that, look at that jam-packed flight deck of an aircraft carrier right there. If you've never been on a flight deck of an aircraft carrier, it's an experience like no other. So long. Back to their ship to go home and enjoy some R&R &R and some post-deployment leave. Some sailors on shore leave is what they're about to be. Meanwhile, the USS John F. Kennedy has to deal with greased pigs running around the flight deck. I kind of just like this video, to be honest. I mean, it's just a good video of a carrier. Authentic, not produced, you know? Just an old camcorder video. Looks like something you might see out of a horror movie or something like that, an old, old war footage. What's up, Jacob? Welcome to the chat. Okay, so that's that. All right, guys, what's up, Jacob? What's going on in the chat? Justin said, best zap ever. We used to do this thing. If we had stickers like uh, deployment troop stickers, and when aircraft would land on our ship, or if you could, if you could zap another aircraft, you would stick a, sick, uh, you would stick a sticker in a very unsuspecting place where they might find it months later or years later, and that's a zap, and it was a great thing to do. What's up, Edward? And uh, Edward in the chat says, damn. Justin says, zap is when you sticker someone. Nugget says tactic, tactical pig insertion. Yes. Bacon team six on the move over. Yes. Let's go. Nice one. Wolfman. Sounds like a frat prank only the Navy would pull from the Marines book. Oh, that's Navy all the way. Jacob. Great to have you in the chat. Uh, the attack of the pigs crew on board. The, hey cap. Guess who got you three pet pigs. Yes. Shark bait. Philip says, by the way, guys, you can join the channel and support in the, right below the video where it says join. If you want to become a member for the, even at the lowest price, you get a full di a lifelong discount on the Scuttlebutt Show store, as well as a nice icon next to your name. And that's a great way to support the channel. Big John unrepped her too many times. Unrepped her too many times, Larry D says. 
Nice. Unrep is underway replenishment where you tra trade supplies ship to ship. Downtown, what's up? Welcome to the chat. By the way, thanks everybody who watched the stream with Nikki MGTV and I playing squad this weekend. That was so fun. Highlight video to come. That was a good time. Jacob says, not much. Just played some Warzone. I can't wait to get my mouse. Yes, let's go. I got something for you today, Jacob. Hang in there. Uh, I'm going to show you something that you might be interested in a little bit. Months later, if you're not doing dailies and turnarounds, well, uh, or if you're really good at hiding it, Justin, like maybe on the back of the avionics or something like that would be a good place for it. Always mark the pigs one, two, and four. Yes, that's classic. Larry D says, on our Hilo flight deck, the refueling team would zap the underneath of the sub wing on CH, stub wing on the CH-46s. Yes, that's a great place for it. Somewhere around the fuel tank is a great place for it. Now, we had talked about Ralph Puckett, Army Ranger, the Army Ranger, the Army Ranger, okay? And he was awarded the Medal of Honor over the weekend, and for me at least. And we have to watch that video, okay? We have to watch. We're going to get right into it because, like I said, we're cruising through today's show. So let's go over and let's watch that video. Get your tissues out, okay? Because it's, it's a little hard to watch. This is Ralph Puckett's Medal of Honor video. So now it is my great honor to ask for the citation to be read and to award Colonel Puckett Jr., Ralph Puckett Jr., with the Medal of Honor. President of the United States of America, authorized by Act of Congress, March 3rd, 1863, has awarded in the name of Congress the Medal of Honor to First Lieutenant Ralph Puckett, Jr., United States Army, for conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty. Look at that. They try to bring him his walker for support, and he says, no, thank you. I think I'll stand. I think I'll stand on my own for this one. I'm 94, but I was a warrior, but I was a war fighter. All right. Fought in Korea, fought in Vietnam, army ranger. I'll stand. Thank you very much. All right. You can take this walker and you can hang on to that. That's a moving moment for me. And you can tell that this is probably difficult for him. He's senior, senior in life, but you got to remember the man that this guy is. He's fought wars. Right? We got to remember this when we look at, at our elderly, that they were once young, right? Like, they, like the book says, we were soldiers once and young. And we can't forget that. First Lieutenant Ralph Puckett Jr. distinguished himself by acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty while serving as the commander, 8th U.S. Army Ranger Company, during the period of 25 November 1950 through 26 November 1950 in Korea. As his unit commenced a daylight attack on Hill 205, the enemy directed mortar, machine gun, and small arms fire against the advancing force. And you can see him wobbling a little bit, standing there as they're reading a citation too. You know, you know he's putting out, he's tr doing everything he can to stay up right now. He's, he's putting out that effort and, oh man, hair on my arm stand up. This is, it's emotional to watch. To obtain fire, First Lieutenant Puckett mounted the closest tank exposing himself to the deadly enemy fire. Leaping from the tank, he shouted words of encouragement to his men and began to lead the rangers in the attack. Almost immediately, enemy fire threatened the success of the attack 
by pinning down one platoon. Leaving the safety of his position with full knowledge of the danger, First Lieutenant Puckett intentionally ran across an open area three times to draw enemy fire, thereby allowing the Rangers to locate and destroy the enemy positions and to seize Hill 205. During the night, the enemy launched a counterattack that lasted four hours. Over the course of the counterattack, the Rangers were inspired and motivated by the extraordinary leadership and courageous example exhibited by First Lieutenant Puckett. As a result, five human wave attacks by a battalion strength enemy, enemy element were repulsed. During the first attack, First Lieutenant Puckett was wounded by grenade fragments, but refused evacuation and continually directed artillery support the decimated attacking enemy formations. He repeatedly abandoned positions of relative safety to make his way from foxhole to foxhole to check the company's perimeter and to distribute ammunition amongst the Rangers. When the enemy launched a sixth attack, it became clear to First Lieutenant Puckett that the position was untenable due to the unavailability of supporting artillery fire. During this attack, two enemy mortar rounds landed in his foxhole, inflicting grievous wounds which limited his mobility. Knowing his men were in a precarious situation, First Lieutenant Puckett commanded the Rangers to leave him behind and evacuate the area. Feeling a sense of duty to aid him, the Rangers refused the order and staged an effort to retrieve him from the foxhole while still under fire from the enemy. Ultimately, the Rangers succeeded in retrieving First Lieutenant Puckett, and they moved to the bottom of the hill, where First Lieutenant, First Lieutenant Puckett called for devastating artillery fire on the top of the enemy-controlled hill. First Lieutenant Puckett's extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty were in keeping with the highest traditions of military service and reflect great credit upon himself, his unit, and the United States Army. Oh man, was anybody else kind of emotional watching that and also on the edge of your seat watching him fight to stand up? Like just putting in 100% effort to stand up, you know, and, and, and honor the moment, which must have been so challenging for him, but he wasn't about to ask for help or sit down or grab that walker or anything. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Let's give it up for Ralph Puckett one time, huh? Give it up for Ralph, for Ralph Puckett, the Ranger, right? Awarded the Medal of Honor this past weekend. Good for him. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that they could make that happen in, in time while he's there, while he's alive, you know? Earned it. And uh, fought valiantly in Korea and Vietnam and in the Ranger Hall of Fame and all that. Let me check out the chat here really quick. Let's see. Heard of him in the Military Channel weapon documentary and his weapon of choice was the A1 Grand. A1 Grand. 
been through hell. I don't need the damn walker. Range lead the way. Standing strong. Beautiful man right there. I got it, sweetheart Regal. That's right. That's what he said. This man was on the tank, shout encouraging his man. What a G. Now you know that man has seen some stuff. Range lead the way. Ralph, thank you for your service from a future Navy sailor. Yes, Edward, let's go. He will live forever as a legend. He is stamped to the books of history. Hua to the legend. Yeah, he gets a, a real Hua. Legit Hua. True hero. Man of honor. More than just a MOH, a man written into U.S. history, proud to be American. Let's see. Wolfman, I saw that, I know. Um, 07 got a salute. What's the red patch he has? I don't know. Actually, I can't remember that. I can't, uh, I can't, I can't answer that. I remember before Ralph Puckett, there was a Marine Gunny John uh, Carly of the Vietnam War earned the Medal of Honor. Earl of Silence giving a round of applause. Chaotic giving a round of applause. Yes, let's go. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That's pretty much it for the show today, except for one thing. Don't leave yet. I spent every available minute this weekend working on something for you guys, and I want to announce it today on the show. You might have already seen it in the description of this video, but we've been gaming. We've been gaming on this channel, and I, I can't game. I can't even do work around the, around the house without something to work on, and that's why today I am announcing... Apparently nothing. Hold on one second. Okay, that that didn't work because the uh, the <laughs> the uh, thing is is missing here. But hang on one second. That was anticlimactic, huh? One second. So let me just pull this up. Oh my gosh, so embarrassing when Streamlabs glitches. Let me pull this up. The Scuttlebutt Show game mat or desk mat, whatever you want to use it for. Okay, so we've got the Scuttlebutt Show desk mat. So this, I spent all weekend working on the design for this. It is uh, 12 inches top to bottom and 22 inches wide to fit your mouse and keyboard. So you guys can check this out. And it's available now at scuttlebuttshow.com, linked in the description down below. All right. It's only $20. And today only for the next 24 hours, you can use discount code MAT10, M-A-T-10, and get 10% off of that. And if you're a Scuttlebutt Show patron or member of the channel, you can get an additional discount too. So it's only it's 12 by 22, and that is not me on the mat. That is not me, but it is available right now for only 20 US dollars at link in the description down below with discount code MAT10, and you can use this at home, anti four millimeter stick, anti slip. You can play games on it. You can work on it. You can use it in the garage, put your mouse and keyboard on it, put your laptop on it, whatever you want to do. But I'm getting mine in the mail and it's got a list of some of the greatest hall of fame military games ever on it, as well as the scuttlebutt show. Another great way to support the channel. If you guys are so interested in doing so with all that being said, cause it's time to go work on that project that by the way, all the patrons have seen the preview for and Sounds like familiar dimensions, 12 by 22. What is that? What's 12 by 22? So with all that being said, I've got to go because I'm working on the secret project, which you guys, if, you've, if you're on Patreon, you've probably seen the preview for it. And I hope that you guys understand that this is going to be worth it. Tomorrow's show is, is scheduled right now, but as we finish filming principal photography for this documentary, uh, we're, we got some stuff planned for this week. I will be putting updates on Discord and social media for tomorrow's show. If you guys are seeing anything like that, if you're on the Discord, you'll see it there. If you're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you guys follow the show, you'll see it there as well. With all that being said, thank you guys. You're the best audience in the world. 
I look forward to talking to you guys very soon. No gaming today, just as a reminder. Thank you to Philip, new patron, and all the patrons and members on the channel. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys more than you could even understand. With all that being said, I'm out for now.